Hello, hello, hello. Hello. So, uh, welcome to the first episode of uh, Chicken Casanova. Yes, the, your new favourite podcast with your boys, Jack Reeves and... Harry! Oh my god, it's Harry! It's Harry, I, I'm just Harry. Um, so, <laughs> a good old Harry Potter reference to start things off. Um, oh, good old JK, am I right, guys? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> no. Oh, fucking uh, hell. I don't know how... That, I mean, that ages worse every single day, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it's I completely fucking... forgot. So, speaking oh. of that, one cute thing. Obviously, you you've met my nephew, little uh, Harry. Yes, of course, baby little Harry. Little he. Oh, uh, I joked about Goblet of Fire the other day, and then my sister sent me a video of <laughs> filming <laughs> Harry on the floor, and then she just goes, "Harry, did you finish it with the Goblet of Fire?" <laughs> 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 and little Harry's like, "Whoa, transphobic!" <laughs> oh. I knew you could talk. I mean, he looked like he was about to talk in the wedding. He could, he's only a few months old, but he's very advanced. I swear he was just about to go, fuck off, during the, during the wedding. <laughs> um, oh my God, if he swore during our ceremony, that would have been the best. That would have been the highlight of life. If like, does it speak now or forever hold your peace? Fuck off. <laughs> we get so off topic already. It's terrible. Oh, fully, um, yeah. Get us back on so- track. So welcome to the first episode. And uh, so what we're going to do today, just to quickly line things up, is going to quickly talk about some some fan projects happening for the 60th anniversary this year, yeah. um, which we thought we pro- yeah, which we thought we promote. And then the rest of the uh, the podcast episode today will be just ranking the doctors and doing like an ultimate ranking. Yeah, it's good to start with a non-controversial, like no one's going to argue with it kind of exactly. thing you know Especially when we put peter davison at the top i mean you know it's, oh it's peter be... davison's at the top and david yeah, tennant well... he's not even on the list oh he's horrible terrible prick um, yeah just to say we are definitely joking um... yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the sarcasm is an interesting thing across the internet for sure right so there's some few projects to check out uh i thought we'd start off with uh wrestling productions and game saga yes which is a cool little audio production series he's been making. I think he's, what, 16 episodes in or something like that? He's been working on them for a while. It's um, basically, it's, it's sort of a what-if kind of universe in a way. It does kind of like sound on the surface like, oh, it's the dark and edgy. Like, but that's not necessarily, it, you no. know, how everyone's got a dark and edgy version of themselves, <laughs> like Shadow the Hedgehog. But um, yeah, he's, he's gotten a lot of mileage out of it. Uh, I've been lucky yeah. enough to be a part of it. And yeah, for the 60th, he's making a huge project with a lot of different creators. I mean, hell, some of them might be listening. You know who you are. But exactly. um, yeah, definitely one to check out. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, then we've got uh, the Purple Archive. We're doing like a fan art project for the 60th anniversary. Yes, kind of cool. I saw this. I, the art community as a whole, like for Doctor Who, is tremendous. Like yes. there's there's many well-known ones. Uh, Sophie Isles is one. Um, yeah, she's and uh, a sort of, you know, there's more coming up every day and it's fantastic to see that's why twitter is really good when it's not a huge like hellhole thanks <laughs> elon but um yeah, yeah. twitter is only good for like um networking i guess like sharing your work it's a good promotional tool yeah because it's always fun when you're on twitter and you like within minutes you're scrolling and you find a new bit of art that comes up and you're like oh that's really sick and then you know you kind of go for a bit of a rabbit hole loads of different artworks and stuff it's oh cool. god all the time <laughs> um the next one i've i've got on the list is one that i have absolutely no clue what it's about what's going on but the mm. artwork was really cool uh the <laughs> the uh, the immortal destiny which oh the delgado your... one yeah 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 so 
that looks like it could be fun. I don't know if it's meant to be an audio project, I think. I assume I so, it. unless they've performed some sort of necromancy and brought Delgado back, which, I mean, I'm all for. Me too. If he was alive today, I mean, that would be a hell of a twist of life. Oh, but, can you um... imagine the multi-master story? Like him oh, just man. punching John Sim in the mouth. Like, who the hell are you, master? My ass! Boy. There is so going to be, in 10 years' time, a uh, the 20 Doctors, and they're going like, <laughs> to CGI revive every actor, and he's going to be one of them. Oh, God, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hate that. I do not. I, that uh, is disgusting. At the very least, make Oscar Isaac play Delgado Master. He's the only actor that could pull it off. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then the last one I thought looked really kind of uh, fun is uh, Big on the Inside podcast. Have an mm. interview with Paul Cornell, I think. Oh, lucky sick. buggers. I've literally, apart from watching like DVD extras on like the classic Who DVDs, I've actually never really seen an interview with Paul Cornell. That's so I've true, actually. Quite interested. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's some projects that are going on, which I think are worth like having a look at and checking out. Um, but I guess we're more interested in looking at Ranking the Doctors. Woohoo! Oh, I look forward to seeing whether we get uh, like at odds with this or not. We will. We will. That's yeah. That's the, the, end, end, the end. End of the podcast. Bye. Um, yeah. So the idea is we're going to go through each one in sort of chronological order and sort of rank as we go. So this will be interesting. I, I guess we'll both sort of make note because then we can both see it. Um, yeah, I've got so, my notebook and paper. I I'm trying to write down all the bloody numbers how many are there now it's like is it too many yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> honestly the show should have been cancelled back with i don't know 1964 yeah 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 around yeah, 1966 then. but you know you tried that's all i can say shut um... your mouth anyway um <laughs> so uh well yes we'll start with the with the original you might say mr william uh, hartnell yeah okay well i mean hartnell see um... i'm mixed on him because uh, here's the thing are we including like just based on his performance or like how he is an ambassador for the show because that will make him go way down <laughs> i think we could include well i mean to be fair, he, was a he wasn't a great ambassador let's be honest he was a terrible ambassador in some ways but he was very good with children wasn't he in terms of like he was yeah he know... was adorable i mean if adventure in well, space yeah. and time is anything That's to go by <laughs> i love how like both him and pertwee did this you've, you've sent me the clips of how they rag on the daleks and how much they despise <laughs> yeah. acting against them yeah, I mean, I kind of understand this, particularly back then, they were probably pretty silly. Yeah, and he was also probably racist. But he, uh... <laughs> Yeah, he was. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a story about his, his pins on the 10th planet, which are atrocious. Oh, but, God, um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I mean, with the Daleks, it was like, from our perspective, we're watching it in the final edit, but for them, they're just on set with them, where they're tr trundling around and, like, it True. must probably look a lot, a lot more daft than the than it actually is on screen yeah you're not wrong but uh, do do we include that or do we just say performance in the episode because that is I very different i think just performances i think yeah i think, I think we... that's where we play it safe yeah because otherwise i think we could get bogged down but um how much time have you watched actually it's a good point you know what more than some i i've i've oh, watched okay. his first few stories um you know unearthly Ch i'm turning around trying to turn with my microphone uh <laughs> i've watched the unearthly child the daleks uh, some of the Edge of Destruction. I'm yet to watch Dalek Invasion of Earth, but I've heard oh, it's a very good one. one. Um, yeah, so not too much, but definitely more than Colin. But we'll get that. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. but I, you know what? I really like his performance. I like how unique it is in the sort of grand scheme of things, because obviously they were, you know, figuring things out. And in the first ever episode, he like tries to cave a guy's head in. Like that is <laughs> hysterically funny in hindsight. 
there are so many scenes with Hartnell doing some brutal violence to come out of nowhere, and it's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> it's um, it's a pleasure to see. Yeah, in the Romans, there's a whole bit where he this guy comes in trying to assassinate him, and he's like, "Oh, you want to fight? Do you?" Oh, I see that. Game. That's yeah. so good. I want I want to see Matt Smith. Oh, you want to fight? Do you? Oh, yeah, I broke my wrist. Like, no way. You know what you should do on your yeah. channel is you should do basically every doctor's version of that scene. Oh, you want to fight, do you? Oh, so you want to fight, do you? Oh, my God. Tom Baker um, would just strangle him with his scarf. He's like, come here, you bastard. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Well, no, he'd probably get a rocket to smash his head in if he's <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, my God, that'd be hysterical. But anyway, um, so Hartnell, yes. I think his performance on the whole, it's obviously we got to bring up that in his later appearances, it just sort of, you know, there's a lot more flubbing lines and stuff. And yeah, that's his, a good point. You know, I don't know where, how much we should hold it against him, but it is very much a part of his mm. performance. Although I do love, I do love his arc, though. I like the fact that, naturally speaking, not—I don't think it was intentional, at least—that his character becomes more of a grandfather figure and he becomes more heroic. I, th- I do like that. I do like the grandfatherly Doctor. Mm. So someone made a post where they compared, and I didn't even realize this—that his first like alien confrontation is the Daleks, and he cowers away, and then you compare that to him in the War Machines, and he's like the only one that stands stands up high and looks like he's kind of facing oh, the ground. Oh, that so iconic shot, yeah. Yeah, so it's quite quite a nice arc, and I actually, the fact that he's one of the few Doctors in Classic that does that, I, I really quite admire that. Yeah, that's good. And then he, fa- he, you know, he faces his death with dignity, unless you believe twice upon a time, when he's like, no, 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 fuck this. Well, <laughs> hold on, what's the line? There's a line where someone says, we're, we're taught to face our death with dignity. Who says yeah. that? <laughs> oh, Who that's a good point. That? Oh god damn it! Yeah. Oh, it's 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 um Roger Delgado. Funnily enough, <laughs> <laughs> so that comes around full circle. There we um, go. Well, I mean, at the moment, I'd say Hartnell is both at the top and the bottom of the list because he's the only one on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, after sixty six, he he died and the show ended. Um, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's I put well when I ranked the doctors by myself, I put him seventh out of thirteen. Okay. Well, I mean, that's um, towards the bottom still, I guess, isn't it? Well, it's like the middle, really. If you think yeah, about it. which is impressive I, for, for the first ever one. I've got two lists. I've got two lists where we do an initial putting them down somewhere, and then mm. I've got another list for where we like reorder it. So Yeah, and I am um... not. <laughs> I have <laughs> not thought that hard about this. I'm going to figure out as we go. Oh, that, no, as in like... That I've, is I've, us. <laughs> I've, put, I've put two columns of like 13 with empty spaces, and one of them is like where we're going to put them initially, and then oh, we I write see. where we change it. Oh, that's interesting. So, um, where should we put them initially, then? I'm thinking... I think sort of in the middle for now, because it's hard yeah. to say. Because he's good, but he does have his, his weaknesses performance-wise. Unfortunately. So shall we so. say... Although I, I love that he wore a wig. I don't know why. Yeah. That just makes Although, me giggle. They do a really good job of hiding. I never knew... It's a good a wig, yeah. Like, I didn't know until An Adventure in Space and Time, because I'm an idiot. But... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny, because like there's so many wigs today that I think are way worse than his wig in... Oh, fully, in, yeah. Back then, so... Um... Shall we go seven then? I actually think seven's a pretty good number. Let's keep him at seven for now. He might get bumped up uh, or down. We'll see. <laughs> William Harrison. Sorry, Hartnell stands. See, he's one of the, With all the classics, I don't think there's anywhere I would feel like I would be cancelled. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Somewhere. In all, more or less, um, I think we are lucky that all the actors have been picked up fairly well. Yeah, there's there's none, especially now that are like, if you like this, then you're a beta cuck, like something like that. Um, uh, um, right, so seven, 
for Hartnell. And then now to Charlton Jamie. Oh, Jamie, uh, the one no one could do a real voice with except for like oh, one or two. I've got a story to tell you about this. Actually, I'm but, um, desperate to hear. So let me quickly just uh, write down this little bit here. Um, uh, now, this is some of the good podcast content you're here for, listening to oh, Harry yeah. awkwardly write down things. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that was it. So basically, me and my mates went to a college party in year one, right? You don't have friends. I know, they're, they were imaginary. Um, oh. And we it was year one and we got we got pissed out of our heads and uh and i started doing a trouton impression in front of the entirety of the party outside <laughs> and not only that it was awful and both <laughs> both my mates were like on the floor dying with laughter because no one understood what the hell i was doing apart oh from these God. two mates who were into doctor who so one of the best party moments of my life really <laughs> did you have a recorder or like you just shoved a stick in your mouth <laughs> oh, i wish i had something to stick in my mouth but uh, no i didn't no, that's um, a clip that clip that <laughs> Add that on a t-shirt. Um... Uh, <laughs> Trout. Patrick <laughs> bloody Trout. I like him, I think. Um, I like where the direction he took, because I think Trout is what most new doctors say they got their inspiration from, because he is yeah, kind of the, your yeah. sort of, your standard who, except, well, except until Tom Baker came along and was like, my show now. But um, I, I, I like him a lot, but I'll admit he's not one I go back to a lot. See, I, that's the thing, I agree with you, but I also don't agree in the sense of, like, I love a lot of his stories more, I think, than Hartnell. Like, season I'd say he's better than Hartnell, but I think he's probably going to go down as we go, at least for um, me. Yeah, I, um, I think that, well, where did I put him on my ranking? I put him at fourth, actually. Oh, wow, he rose the ranks, bloody hell. Because, like, I think it's also, I don't know whether we want to consider this, because obviously we said just the performance, but, like, the fact that he took on from Hartnell the role and did what he did spontaneously mm. in a way. That is, is quite... definitely to be commended, the fact that he, because that is a ballsy thing to do then and now. Thank God he didn't go for his original idea for the character, because if oh, he had, fuck me. Yeah. the show would be dead. <laughs> it would be dead in the water. Uh, but um, I don't know, I also think it's another Doctor that, not in the writing, but in his performance, he gets better as he goes along. Definitely, yeah. I think the starting point was a bit sort of they even they didn't quite know what to do with it. Which, to be fair, can be said with most doctors, like not all of them, because some sort of settled in immediately. But with Trouton, it's very apparent that he he sort of jumped in and was like, "We'll figure it out as we go, Jamie." Well, I think as soon as Jamie came in, that's when Trouton hit his stride because that's you know, I'm turning around again. You know, Tomb of the Cybermen, classic. War Games mm. is mixed, but I quite like it, even though it's way too bloody long. Oh, actually, I love, I love the first ten parts. It feels like a real proper event. Yeah. Mind Warrior, love that. Yeah, I think, I think he is definitely above Hartnell. There, I, there's not a lot of doubt in my mind about that. Yeah, the cosmic hobo energy is a mood, even though it's not my fave. I'd say maybe put him in sort of five or six for now. Okay, sure. Let's put him in five or six. I'd say let's go five. I think that's a nice. Let's say five. Okay. I think there's something between Hartnell and and uh, yeah, Hartnell we can put um... Polly. <laughs> yeah, Polly. Yeah, she's the, she's the next doctor. Polly, um... Polly. Um... <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> um, so uh, then we got Pertwee. Pertwee. Yes, I like Pertwee. He's one that sort of settled in quite fast. I feel. I, I love his performance, and I also love the fact that he's got a lot of really good speeches that I absolutely adore. Um, so Recite I've, them. Recite them all now. 
Well, I like his one for Play of the Darks about um, courage is not a matter of being frightened, you know. It's about being frightened of doing what you have to do anyway. Oh, that is a good one. one. Um, he's also got a really lovely one at the end of that story about um, don't make war seem like uh, fun or something like that. I oh, yeah. Exactly. But like, it's a re- he's got, and in um, Invasion of the Dinosaurs is a nice um, speech about, um, weirdly enough, pollution and the environment, which is quite fitting for where we are at the moment with uh, the environment. Because the so, Earth's on fire. Exactly. Although it's raining, which is ironic. Um, so... Yeah, it is for me as well. It's the same rain. Blink reference. <laughs> God's sake. I, funny enough, put um, John Pertwee in number three. Well, that is I now that is ironic, isn't? Oh, yeah. I think I, I like his doctor a lot. I think I, I mm-hmm. definitely I'm, I'm with you that he's above Trout as well. But um, I feel like he got bogged down because of the budget. You know, obviously he was stuck in unit, and that was a great dynamic with him brigadier and all that. But yeah. I feel if he was allowed to escape um, unit more, I know he did sort of towards his, the end of his run. I feel yeah. he'd be like proper high. Like I don't think he's three. For me, maybe. Well, I mean, we put Trout in force uh, in five rather. So I guess put him in four. But um, I think I I like his a lot. I think his is what I what I like in a doctor. I mean, first of all, his costume peak. Holy shit! Like he is fit. His uh, green velvet is my favorite. Yeah, it's oh, it's the what you mean like the one in the Santaran story. Uh, yeah, and, and I think he uses it in. I oh, know it's in Monster of Peladon because it's a proper dark green. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really. Also, awesome. like the purple one he had uh, in yes, the other Dalek yeah. story. That one's fantastic. But um, yeah, that's gorgeous. That one. Yeah, I, his his performance is excellent. I, I love his rapport with basically everyone. Like with Troughton, you you had to pair him with the right companions. But yeah. with Pertwee, he worked with with Joe, with Liz, with Alistair. And you know all of the unit people, Sarah Jane, when she came along, it was just yeah. perfection. And also had some really. It, I think this is where it started to get a bit more dramatic. Not quite, but like with Joe's departure, like that moment sticks out in people's minds. There's not really something like that. With I guess mm. Hart, the the only thing close before that was Hartnell's. One day I shall come back, which is bullshit because he never does. Yeah, but, um, unless the 60th anniversary removes it to be uh, to be taken into oh, account. Oh please, please! Um, <laughs> I mean, you could say that Joey and Jamie, Joey, uh, Zoe and Jamie's <laughs> um, departure was quite. I guess, quite but I feel free. like it was over too. So, like they did, they yeah, they just sort of had to do it for as a formality. It didn't feel like a natural end. Yeah, I, I get that. I do agree with that one. But yeah, I'd say plop him in four. We'll see yeah, how we get on. John Pertwee. There we go. Um, Lovely. Okay, Tom. Tom Baker for me is number one. So like, that's my bias. Uh, See, I, I, I love Tom. I absolutely adore him. But he is not one for me because really, no, definitely not. Because he, the problem is, he was on now. The podcast is ending soon. Good. good. (laughs) Here's my issue with Tom. He was the doctor for so long. We got to see how great he was, but also him at his worst. Uh, Wait, do you mean you suppose a story quality or his performance though? Both. Because What? Oh fully, okay. yeah. Cause, I mean, first of all, he's he is a doctor that came fully formed again, like with Pertwee. He came in, did exactly what he would do for the basically all of it. But I uh, okay, I you're, we can say. you're gonna yeah. disagree with me here, because I know how much you love his later stuff. I do not like his perform like his doctor in when he becomes Burgundy Boy. Like I knew you're gonna say it. It's oh. not for me. I'm sorry. Like yeah. I love his more kooky stuff, like uh, up to City of Death as well. 
you know, all that stuff. That that is peak Tom Baker. But when he starts getting drowsy and is stuck with a child, a gobby Australian of whatever Nissa is, I'm like, nah, <laughs> not I mean, I, not for Jack. I do, I do get you. Like when people say that about his performance, I'm like, okay, I can buy that because you can tell that he is very clearly not with it. But I do like the fact that that ends up giving him like a sort of an arc that he kind of goes over. You know, that he starts yeah. off quite witty and fun, and then by like later on in his life, he's kind of weary and a bit broken down by things. I think it I does think. work in the context of it, but it's just it's not something that I want to engage with. You know, like I I get the plot, the point, but also I don't enjoy it. <laughs> but how far down would that go on your? Because he's got seven seasons, and that's one season's worth. That that's yeah, cool. that's true. See. And his highs are really high as well, I think. He he does have some high highs. Honestly, I might put him between Pertwee and Trouton. I don't know if that will change in hindsight, but... Pertwee and Trouton, well, that's only, there's no gap there. It's fourth, fourth and fifth. Well, one, someone's going to either be bumped up or bumped down, oh. motherfucker, because that's where... <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I do love Tom, but I think Pertwee edges him out for me. I'm happy to put. Oh God, that was a that was a voice break. Um, yeah. Shall we? Shall we? Actually, this would make a lot of sense. Shall we bump Purty to third and put Baker four? You know what? Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Let's do that for now. Um, I'll, I'll I'll keep it in the same list, and then we can look at the whole list once that's all done and change it around. Um, Tom Baker. Okay, that's and now an interesting list. we go down mm-hmm. because I think both of us aren't <laughs> very strong on deck. Like Davison as an actor, he is strong. He, I think, he does oh, a lot no. of good stuff in Big Finish, but he's just yes, kind of not. Finish, yeah. uh, but he's given a lot, but also it's not memorable. Like he, uh, yeah. he was given so much like drama and and stakes and to, things to do in his era, but mm. yeah, and people it, say it's unmemorable. Like... People say that by caves he gets his performance down. I'm like the last one. Yeah, the last <laughs> good. Um, I yeah, I just think he's boring. He, his I costume says it all. He's literally yeah, dressed page. head to toe in beige. Yeah. So if you're telling me, I would put him out of thirteen. I'd put him maybe twelfth. For, honestly, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue that. Well, I, I don't, I don't like it. He doesn't have a very interesting rapport with his companions either. No, and all of his interesting stuff, as you say, comes in his big finish range. Like, yeah, I um, mean, even then, I'm, I'm not a big fan of his big finish stuff. I'll admit, have, it's, it's more interesting than his TV stuff. But... Have you listened to um? Oh, it's a big finish by Chris Chapman. It's really good. It's a side story called Conversion, I think. I have not. I highly recommend that one because he has a really great moment where he's talking about Adric and it's it's one of those big moments at the end of like climax, climactic moments with the Cybermen yeah. come out and stuff. I think that's another um, issue though. Like a lot of his drama comes from Adric's death, which is a well done moment. Don't get me wrong, even though I'm not a big fan of Earthshock. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fair the problem, uh, I think the that. issue is like that's the only thing he seems to have. Like even in his appearance in Power of the Doctor, it's like, what do you think I'm thinking right now, Adric? How did yeah, you guess? True. <laughs> yeah, true. And like in all fairness, every big finish, there's always somewhere talking about Adric. Yeah, and uh, let's be honest. Like people may have changed their minds nowadays, but who gives a monkeys about Adric? The whole yeah. point of his character was that he was a know-it-all little brat. True, but then like no I, hate I, to I'm Matthew what... Waterhouse, of course, but like it's I'm what the, the character was. <laughs> I am one of the fans that actually says that he's better with Baker, actually. I actually interesting. Baker. Well, maybe um, did Baker, did Tom Baker sort of put him down a lot, being like, "Shut up, Adric." 
Oh, I'm pretty sure they all hate each other, yeah. Okay, that's like... fine then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they have a kind of a nice, like, uh, teacher-student rapport that I don't think Davidson... Davidson feels like a weird fucking dad, you know? He does. He feels like the uncle that sort of got the kids for the holidays. Yeah, that's it, that's the... That's Let's the come out with Stepdad Peter! Okay, so now we're on to the next Doctor. This one's I... interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm not a fan of a lot of his TV stuff. I do think he gets on well with Perry in the later seasons. Yeah. However, yeah. what makes him str definitely stronger than Davison is <laughs> okay. This is going to sound ridiculous, mm -hmm. but just Jubilee alone oh, is okay. spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not big in the audio stuff, but the whole thing, like Jubilee, is such a great story, and his he's so great in it, along yeah. with uh, companion Evelyn Smythe, who is spectacular. Yeah, but I love Evelyn. Smythe. I so wish they the like had some sort of TV thing with that pairing, or at least something similar. Because him yeah. paired with a, a bratty old English teacher, <laughs> or his, a history teacher rather, is perfection. A, I wonder how they got inspired for that character, because it's such an interesting character to set him up yeah. as well. But the problem is, the early season or two is just weak, both for his mm. performance and the series as a whole. Like the, I, I mean, I'll admit, I do get a kick out of him and Perry's like, you know, like, why are you evil? And then we got a spy. Like, all that shit is hilarious, <laughs> but only like removed from the episode, like, removed from the show. Like, that could be something out of a goddamn parody. Yeah, true. I mean, my favorite speech would always be Daleks on Tarn Saving End. That's the thing that his performance <laughs> in that is so good. It wouldn't be yeah. anything if, if uh, the performance Davison wasn't. Davison did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Alex, uh, some cards. Oh, fuck, I need a minute. Yeah, no, his performance is spectacular. So I think, honestly, I might put him above Hartnell. I was about to say, maybe in. That's funny enough, that's sixth place, for fuck's oh, sake. Is it actually? It is. Oh, my God. I think, I think between Troughton and, and uh, Hartnell, I Hartnell. think it's fair. Yeah, because I think that he, he has earned his keep. And I, I can't help. I mean, maybe it's bad, but like, I'm always like. um. I can't have a put in the context of how he was treated by the BBC at the time as well. Yeah. He got screwed by the BBC and JNT at the city. Like, he got double yeah, fucked in both holes. I'm so glad he's had the big finish because his big finish stuff is great. Yeah, I, I think he's the only. Because everyone says, like, the uh, every classic doctor got a sort of renaissance on big finish. And I can't really talk about Tom or, or even McCoy that much. But Colin, weak, did, like, he, he got excellent. He yeah. got perfected in it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've yeah definitely listened to Jubilee. Um, that's a cracking one. Yeah, uh, and a couple of other ones, but yeah, I think I think I do like some bits of Trial of a Time Lord. Like there, there's some cracking stuff in there with the Valyard and all the like actual trial stuff. Anthony Ainley being a sassy little bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I'm just writing it down. Um, <laughs> okay, the, the next one is one we're gonna fight on because Ooh, you know okay, how yeah. much I love McCoy. <laughs> Even yeah, though but... I'll admit his first is that just because he's a girlfriend? No, is that just because the girlfriend? No, or do no. you actually really? It's <laughs> a girlfriend. A wife, is it? Damn. I didn't put a ring on her just to keep calling her a girlfriend. <laughs> that is nuts. I keep forgetting you, bloody man. No, yes, um... me and me and me and the wife. We we love yeah. McCoy both inside and out of the role. Um, but I will admit his first season sucks ass because Mel. Oh God, like there's only one word or noise that describes mel and it's one that would blow out this microphone immediately because <laughs> she's nothing she's nothing Mel. but then ace comes along and it's fucking great yeah i mean well right so i bought the season 24 collection set and i hadn't watched any of season 24 before that point if you watch it as a fun comedy sci-fi romp 
it's not too bad. It's very camp. Very Would I rewatch camp. it? No. no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the end. But uh, he's terrific in season 26, though. I absolutely love him. Season yeah, and, his, and then, of course, the final season has season banger on top of banger. I thought it was 27. Did I guess yeah. that wrong? No, 26 is the last season. Oh, I'm uh, mentally unstable. Okay, fair enough. Oh, dear, you're not a Doctor Who fan. Get oh, out God! Ah! <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, he's, the, I mean, obviously, there's things. Yeah, there's Remembrance. There's Battlefield. There's Survival. Um, Curse Ghost of Fenric. Ghost Light, I flip-flop on, just, but I do like the vibes. Do, I think do it, you know what my story watching Ghost Light was? Go on. So I got the season 26 collection set at Christmas. Uh, my, brother, my brother bought it for me, and... Um, I got to Ghostlight and I'd heard that it's such a mind fuck that I was sort of like, well, maybe I should get drunk and watch it. Oh, no. Um, so I got drunk and watched Ghostlight. And I kid you not, I had the best viewing experience <laughs> of my life. It was so trippy and so weird. I actually had a buzz watching that story. So I actually think Ghostlight's terrific. But Fair enough. I, I think it, I, I like it more in con. I think if they did like an ad, a big finish out or book adaptation, I think it might soften the kinks out. But it is still <laughs> fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, and I love just what they did with him. Anyway, mm. uh, I, I don't know how uh, how he does in Big Finish, but ho-hum. I think... Uh, yeah, oh, I God, think he's lower than Where would you put him? Where would you put him? Lower than Harnell. No, hard disagree. There's no way he's in the top two. I'm sorry, there's no way he's in the top two. I will give you between Colin and Trout. No. I will be I will be happy with that. Can I give you just underneath Arnold? Not not like Mars below, but just underneath Arnold. No, because then he's still in the bottom two right now. And I'm not I'm not doing that to no, my boy. bottom two. Out of thirteen. Yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah, my list is looking different because I'm just putting them down as we go, I guess. But, oh I um... see. But if, yeah, but we've got to put in the context of thirteen. How about between... We've got Eccleston, we've got Tennant, we've got Smith, we've got Capaldi, mm. you know, there's loads of other dogs that we've got to consider. How about because really, I want to put him between Trout and Baker, but how about between Baker and Hartnell? Because there's no way I'm putting him under Hartnell. Oh, but I want to put him under Hartnell. You can lick my you dick. Have to, can, you, can we write out this list first, and then we'll do a new one where we reorder it? How about that? Okay. Let's I'll... put him under Hartnell for now, I say. Fine. Sylvester, I'm not happy it, about it. You might Because it, it might look bad now, but when you put all the other Doctors in, it might look like yeah. a better list. All right, but I'm going to argue go about it later well. still. Anyway, so, Paul McGann. This is going to be a short conversation. Yep, I'm going to put him 11th, just above, just above Peter Davison. See, here's the thing, though. How oh, much no. of your of his big finish have you listened to? <laughs> uh, well, a decent amount of his, like... Actually, actually, a pretty decent amount, actually, I'd give myself. I listened to a good amount of his first season on audio, and then I listened to Doom Coalition, which is terrific. Okay. Um, and you're really and still going to put him that low? Because I think he's 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 a he's basically like a younger Hartnell to me. He's just like he's got the old Edwardian outfit, long hair, and there's, there's nothing else to him for me. That's fa- I see. That's fascinating to me because <laughs> I think his performance is so strong. Probably one of the strongest of the classic run. My my mate would agree with you. Like I'm not going to sit and say that my opinion is definitely anywhere near the fan consensus. I I'm very much on my own with this one, but I'm right. not a big fan. Um. He's great in Neither Doctor. He is fantastic in Neither Doctor. Um, yeah, I think I'm just... the, the TV movie definitely weighs him down. I'll give you that. Because, I mean, I like his performance in it, but it's, as a whole, it's a weird project. Um, I, put it this way, I'm only thinking about this in, in consideration that we've got Eccleston, Tennant, Smith and Capaldi to go. See, I'm trying to think of it as we go. Because uh, I know how much I like it. I know I like him more, or at least on par with Baker, with, uh, with Colin Baker. 
Oh, see, I think Colin Baker is better. He's more unique than than McGann. Maybe between yeah. Baker, uh, Colin, and Hartnell then. Colin Hartnell. Oh, that feels too high. I, I mean, like it... you say, like Doom Coalition, all this stuff. Night of the Doctor. It is superb. But I'm, again, I think about the other Doctors. But can we put just below Sylvester? Why do you keep wanting to put my babies in the fucking bomb? Okay, fine, fine. We'll put them between Colin and Hartnell. I'm happy to yes, do that. Yes, good, good. Fine. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Um, do, 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 do. Eccles-by. Unless we're counting John Hurt. Uh, I just skipped John Hurt. Sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> not my doctor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Another white man. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I just I I can't help but look past the fact that he was so clearly invented for the sake of one episode. Yeah, it's true. It should have been either McGann or Eccleston, really. And I've not listened to his big finish either, so I can't. No, neither have I. Okay, so Um, Eccleston, top, or at least near the top. God damn it! Um, For me, he is number two on my list, my original list. That is interesting. Although I will say, I don't know if you'll agree with me here, but his big finish stuff weighs him down. I agree. Because I, oh, I, I, it's really weak, and I don't know if it's, mm. it's his performance or not. I really he's... couldn't figure out because it's very, uh, it's a really specific voice he's using that doesn't quite capture the energy of series one. It feels very much like Exxon doesn't want to connect to that version of the character, so they're just allowing him to do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's just kind of a bit unspecific. Okay, so uh, we've got that over there. All right, let's oh, do that then. Fantastic world! Oh, I can't wait to go to the TARDIS again. You know? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, I think that weighs him down a lot. I mean, series one as a whole is perfect. perfect. Like, if you disagree, go fuck <laughs> yourself. But um, like, it's got banger after banger where Eccleston's performance is excellent. Father's Day, yeah. uh, Parting of the Ways, Empty Child, all that. So I think yeah. he's high. He's high on drugs. He is. Oh, so much. <laughs> I think he's high too, to be fair. Like, he's he's just so high. Um, would you put him above or below Pertwee? I, I personally, I would put him above Pertwee. See, I, I don't know. I think it's might be between Pertwee and Tom Baker for me. I'm down to I'm, I'm down to put him there. To be fair, I am down to put him there. Yeah. Okay. Number four. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to re- rewrite this. I, 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 I run Christmas Eccleston for some reason. Fuck's sake, uh, Eccleston, uh, Baker, Christmas Eccleston, hey, hey. Uh, Pat, Colin. Um, Paul, Will, Sil. <laughs> oh, good old Will. <laughs> right. Um, See, this of- is where it's going to get interesting for people listening because anything after this, everyone could have a fight with. So remember, if you're listening to yeah. this, don't be an arsehole. <laughs> I think Tenant for me, on my original list, he's five. He's fifth. Okay. I think fifth is a good number for ten. I think great. so too. Because yeah, he's he's, a, he's one like Tom that's he was the Doctor for a good chunk of time, especially compared to <laughs> Eccleston. But yeah. that means you got to see him at his best and at his sort of whatever the hell Work. he was doing. Yeah, and it's, I saw that. It's just the fact that, like, I think for me, definitely it's oversaturation with Tennant. Like, yeah. I love him, but it's too much of him at the moment for me to really see him. I could not agree. I'm everywhere, you see. I'm like, a, I'm like rabbits. I just fucking, I'm all pie. Yeah. Oh, fish, I like fish. Oh, fish. Um, <laughs> Doctor Who poop reference there for you. Oh, Doctor Who poop is the fucking best. So shall we say, shall we say fifth then? All right, where does that put him between? Uh, that puts him between. It will now put him between Baker and Eccleston. Okay. See, I might even. I don't know. Would I put him below Tom? No, no, I wouldn't. No, actually, <laughs> I, I would personally, actually. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's be controversial. Let's put Tom uh, David Tennant below below Tom, Baker. Even though in the out of time set they did together, David was clearly the better of the two. 
I think they're both as good as each other. I, I think no, I don't know. Still... Tom's voice has gone over the years, man. Oh, see, I think he's still got it, but I mean, I do see what you mean, though. You see, who are you, you suited prick? Madam Lostadamus. That sounds like a really weird hybrid between Tom Baker and Hartnell. Maybe it is. (laughs) They fucked. Um, All right, Smith. Okay. I want you to to mention how how different he is between Series 5 and the rest, because when you mentioned it to me, it completely fucked him. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah so basically like for me it's something that series five i rewatched series five because i got the still book and um he's got such a unique quality but also been really strong like his performance in like time of angels beast below is really strong and he feels very dramatic yeah like it's, it's then, almost laid back yeah like, he's feels, very casual it's, it's strange he feels like a scenario where he's owned his doctor very early on yeah fully agree and then by series seven he becomes a bit of a, a caricature of himself completely agree um, where he's just a bit slapstick and then some moments he cries. That's basically yes. what happens. I mean, don't get me wrong, his performance is very strong. Like, Matt Smith is an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, compared to the other Doctors, like, in this role specifically, it is low. I, I don't know how low I'd put him, though. How about you? I say better than Paul, but below Colin? Yes, I'm happy with that. Because Series 5 is so strong, and he has strong moments... Like, I mean, obviously, Rings of Akaten is sort of the obvious answer, but it is, it does yeah. slap. Um, um, I was about to say it's big finish, but then I realized it's Jacob Dudman. Yeah. Plays him, doesn't it? <laughs> um, what are uh, your thoughts on Dudman? Because I think it is a damn strong impression. It's great, but I think, I, I, I think it's one of those, what's the, is it, what's that thing for this? But uncanny? basically, not uncanny, but um, my, my impression of his impression um back when i was younger was way better than it than i look at it now i mean (laughs) like not say it's bad but like i remember as a kid being like oh my god it's literally pitch perfect yeah i get i think that's more of an age thing but yeah it's it's hard to get a perfect i mean the only one in big finish that can do perfect impressions is culture yeah his is spot on like the the brigadier pertwee tom all of the ones he does it's he should have been for me. Oh, fully. Should... Yeah. Tim, I, I, Tim Trill might be a nice guy, but I don't think his, his impressions are any good. I can't no, get into it because of that. Neither can I. Uh, anyway. But yes, that's, so... that's the off, off topic. Objection. Sustained. So between Colin and Paul, then. Yeah, so... I'm happy with him there. I do love Matt... Smith, though. God damn it. Like, he's, such, he's probably one of the most unique doctors, to be fair, with how much he gave the, you know, the, the old man in a young man's body. Like, I love that stuff. Yeah, that definitely comes um, more across in in five. He's a goddamn cartoon character in, in seven. Yeah. Okay, so then we've got uh, Capaldi. Oh, um, Capaldi. Where was he on my list originally? I put him. Oh, where did I put him? Did I even put him on the list? Did you forget to put oh, Capaldi? No, no, no. Okay. I did. I was just like, I was surprised he wasn't at the top. So I was like, did I even put him here? But no, I put him eighth originally. See, that's the thing. I think I'd also put him quite low purely for the first couple seasons. I mean, I love him and Bill. But Clara weighed him down so hard. See, I love Series A. I think his performance is the best in Series A. Controversial I, uh, opinion. I think it's controversial I think opinion. it's good for what it is, but it's not what I like out of Capaldi. I, I, I he he lacks that sense of fun that he gains in ten. Because in eight, he's just kind of I, I mean, I do love him being an arsehole. Like that is inherently funny. <laughs> like that moment in Under the Lake, I know that's not series eight, but like when he's got the cue cards, like, sorry, I left you in Aberdeen, like that shit is stupid but really funny. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing. My why I love him in series eight is because is for the reasons that I don't like McGann 
or Davison as much is mm. because Capaldi feels like he's dis- got a distinct incarnation in Series 8. And then, as much as I do agree that in Series 10, he's more the Doctor, but it's a more generalised version of the Doctor. I guess, but I think just because it is Capaldi, like, he just embodies mm. the character so much. I think that's, like, he is an idealised Doctor in Series 10, and that's what I like. I mean, I do I do get that he it's unique, but I think it also doesn't help that around that time is when I think I was getting a bit of Doctor Who fatigue. Like, all of oh, it was okay. just sort of Moffat's crap. You know, I, th- I think the writing <laughs> is what crap. held him back. Love it, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the old Moffat crap. But, um, I mean, obviously Capaldi is spectacular. However, I think he is weighed down by his own era. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I, I can kind of see that. So shall and we... Clara. Yeah, oh, yeah, Clara, for me, literally ruins his his first two seasons. Completely agree. Um, so shall we say eighth then? I think that's where does where does that put in between? Uh, that would put in between um, Troughton and Matt. Oh no, uh, Troughton and Colin. Troughton and Colin. Hello, this is a quick editing note in post production. I don't know what I'm talking about, uh, but there are a couple of moments where I get the order, the number order wrong. The actual ordering of the Doctors is completely fine, so don't worry about being confused. It also gets clarified, and we get back on track later anyway. Just so I quickly throw that in there because I was editing this and thinking, what the hell? What am I talking about? What between Trout and Baker? I'm happy with Trout and Baker. Mm. Yeah, he does have his performance as a whole is spectacular. Yeah, I think I. I I feel like I'm weighing. It's hard to get into the context of like, do I am I ranking him or am I ranking his era? Because it is a fine line. I think it's a bit of both, isn't it? But yeah. we'll, we can, for the final list, then we can change things around, can't we? Yeah, so, we can have a battles um, in fandom. Oh, yay! <laughs> we should get them on here, actually, for an inter- for a re- interview review. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he deserves it. What do they call it? it? Um, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so here we go, Jody. This one is interesting because I think both of us aren't a big fan of her era as a whole. But is yes. that because of the writing and stories, or is that because of her? I hate to say it. I think it's almost all of it. Um, <laughs> I, I think the writing's not very good, which doesn't help with the fact that I think she was misdirected, and I also think she took the wrong approach to the role. So I think, How do you mean misdirected? As in, I don't think the directors I gave her the right like, well, at least, or at least in the editing suite, they didn't pick the right cuts or whatever they filmed. Okay. Because it thought, is a very odd performance. She she has a very odd inflection. Yeah, and also um, whenever she gets like hurt or falls over, it's hilariously like ADR'd. Like, ah! like I don't know how to describe it. There's so many moments um, where she does the sort of fake like, Wah! yeah, yeah, and so it's just the fact that I just don't find a goofy energy very endearing. I no, just she is. A d- I think Stu Bagfield sort of coined it as like a children's enter- like host or a children's entertainer as the Doctor, yeah, and I, I think, think that's spot on, and also why I don't like it. Like yeah. Flux, I think was interesting because some of that was drawn away like in power of the doctor and especially war of the sontarans which she is brilliant in i absolutely love her before like when she has that confrontation i tell you what she is the queen of confrontations whenever she's like one-on-one against an enemy like the twat from rosa you know space racist man uh the (laughs) sontaran general in war of the sontarans that scene's always excellent like Mm. god but put it back on like, oh, you fucking ugly potato. Like, that, that shit's... <laughs> I wish we got more of that. And I, if she ever does the jump to big finish, that's who I want to see. I want to see no companions with her weighing Same. her down. Because, oh my God, yes, the companion. The, sh- Jesus Christ. <laughs> None of them are good. And I like Bradley Walsh, but no, disgusting. I think that 
Ryan is my favourite, but ironically. That's interesting. Because, I, well, Ryan and Dan, because they're the funniest. Okay, yeah, Dan. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you both of those. They have mean moments, but none of them are characters. Like, Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's fine. You know, it's fine if you're going to have a comedy sidekick. But yeah. Yeah, both of them were weighed down by a more serious campaign. Like Yaz, I mean, Yaz was nothing until <laughs> Ryan and Graham went. But yeah. like Yaz, to, compared to Dan, she was clearly trying to be more dramatic and have these important moments. But no one really yeah. talked about them. They were just like, oh, that's nice. I'm socially awkward. Bye. But, yeah, I just oh, I hate that moment. I, I hate no. to say I'm on the on the board of that. Look, that was so mis misjudged. I think we both have to say obviously, casting as a woman of as the Doctor oh, is yeah, a good idea. Like <laughs> we want to see it done well. I, I, that's that's the annoying thing because it's the unfortunate side effect of all this is that now people are going to go, oh, a, a woman didn't work. It's like that's not the issue. Yeah, you know. Um, like I'd love to see Vicky McClure play the Doctor. I think she'd be Vicky cracking. McClure. I don't. She know was that. in Line of Duty. She's Vicky, like the. How the fuck do you spell that? McClure. Uh, Vicky V I C K I, and then McClure is like McGann. But... Oh, I see. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Uh, googling. Oh, I've never seen her in anything. That's interesting. She's a really good actress. I really like her. And she's also she's got a very Eccleston vibe. I think she could bring a grounded weightness to the Doctor again. Yeah, that could be interesting. That's a discussion we need to do. Is our picks for who we, should, who we think should play the Doctor? Oh god, that, I'm so bad fun. at picking though. <laughs> well, well, you know, we'll have to, we'll have to give that a go at some point. But um, we'll have to. So, are we okay? The real question is above or below Davison. I hate to say it, I'd say below. Oh, she just did not resonate with me at all. No, I completely agree. Sorry, Jody, um, you are an absolutely lovely human being, and a per and honestly, if we're talking outside the show again, one of the best, um, yes, could, like ambassadors for the show. She Brilliant. was excellent at that. Same with Capaldi, in fact. Um, he, you yeah. know, he went to children's hospital hospitals, hospitals, hospitals. <laughs> uh, a lot, of signed pictures in costume, and that's awesome. And Jody did a lot yeah. of that in lockdown. I have but, to say that yeah. that is also something. Is that I think she's better than Capaldi in that sense because she had to go through lockdown as the doctor, and I think she that is very true. By far, was. Like, she was served a real crap hand, just yeah. on all sides. Much like with Colin, in fact. She's very kind of similar, especially because mm. they both have stupid costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. True, I'm not a fan of a costume, either. that's a good point. Or a Sonic mm. Screwdriver, or a Tars interior. So yeah. it's just it's like so poetry, it, it rhymes. But, uh, <laughs> it rhymes. Okay, and we're all up to date, unless we want to be real assholes and include <laughs> 14. <laughs> Oh, no, I'd rather wait fact, till he, we see. I'm, I'm wondering, though, because obviously it's the same actor, so he gets ranked the same despite being two in different incarnations. If he mm. turns out shit or really, really good, does that change Tennant's ranking? I, I, oh, man, I hate the fact that he's considered the 14th Doctor. It really fucks it for me. See, um, it doesn't so... bug me as much as I think it should. Like, I feel like it should bug me more, but I just like, maybe it's because I haven't seen it yet. I would consider him two different things on the list. I wouldn't. Okay, so kind of like him more on par with Joe Martin and John Hurt in that sense. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a doctor. Just also, Joe Martin is above Jodie. I don't know where she would go, but oh, I would... if we had to, no, if we had to include Joe jo Martin, I think she would be like she's quite high for me. See, I yeah, not. Quite, I wouldn't say near the top just because she had nothing, but at the same time, mm. she was given nothing, but also was better than the concurrent doctor. I'd say I. You know where I put him. This might be quite controversial between Capaldi and Colin. Honestly, I might agree with you because <laughs> she was absolutely like you. You watch her and you're like, oh, that that, that yeah, that's the Doctor. There, there she is again. She had her own personality, which very few 
with some of these yeah. dogs. Don't also, have she had that sort of asshole mentality about her, like Harley yes, and even like Colin. Her, yeah. Like she, mm. in her first appearance in Fugitive, which is an episode I do not like, she is such a kind of. She clearly wants to bring Jody along for the ride, but it's also like, just don't be a dick, mm. enjoy yourself. Like that, that, that energy is hilarious to me. Yeah. Right. Also, so she had a bear TARDIS. She had such a bear yeah, TARDIS. Agreed. Anyway, cool. Well, I think they could have done with like making it a little bit more lit. But anyway, um, so we've basically got the list. And what I haven't realized is that we've just considered Pertwee the best doctor. Yeah, that surprised me as well. Like yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm not I'm, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that either. <laughs> I like Pertwee a lot. So let, but is he best? Let, let's try and put this list now into our proper top thirteen. Um Okay. Well, where first should of we all, change things? Yeah, I, I think we should start from the bottom and work our way up. Agreed. So Whitaker's last. Whitaker's and Davison belong there. Soz. Uh, yeah. McCoy, I still think, should be bumped up at least a bit. Like, can we at least bump him up above Hartnell? Uh, where is McCoy at this stage? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's really far down. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, let's put him above Matt. Okay, above Matt. He's got a proper upgrade. I'm happy with that. So to ninth? Is that is that where he puts him? Sure. <laughs> I should <laughs> I should change my because I've right I've got bullet points. Hold on. I should just change it to numbers, shouldn't I? Yeah, it might make more sense, yeah. There you go. Uh that puts him eighth. Eighth, okay, cool. That's good. Uh Sylvester. So Hartnell, does he still belong at the bottom? I'd say so. Um oh it's a shame because I do like Hartnell, but I do think there are better doctors. Um, Fully, yeah. It it, 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 it it weighs it down because he was first, and that's not his I fault. <laughs> I'd say Hartnell below Sylvester, just underneath Sylvester. Uh, Sylvester. Okay. So what he's yeah. now? So William Hartnell was now ninth. Yeah, and then who's tenth and eleventh? We need to decide uh, that McGann one. McGann and Smith currently. Uh, McGann is eleventh. I stick with that. I'd yeah, stick with that. I think yeah. I'd agree with that. Soz McGann, we love you. You're you're one of the sexiest doctors, but that doesn't give you points. No, sorry. If it was a fuckability. <laughs> yeah, it'd be all different. Yeah, there, plus television. then we'd get angry comments. <laughs> Yeah, big time. I want to um, stick my dick. Yeah, no. Um. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so it goes Whitaker, Davison, McGann, Smith, Hartnell, McCoy. Yep. And then Colin. Um. Yeah, I think Colin we can keep there. Yes. Or, I think or do we want to so. put him above Capaldi? Above Capaldi? I don't know yeah. if he'd go above. Okay, so yeah, keep him there then. Keep him there. Yes. Colin. Right. Colin. Um, hopefully we can get some cool visual for the YouTube video to show the ranking as we're putting it together. Yeah, I think that'd um, be fun. Um, so yeah, Colin, Capaldi, then Trouton. Is Trouton better than Capaldi? Trouton, I'd say so. Yeah. Ooh. He's definitely yeah, on I'd... par. I think we could decide the top five right now, actually. We should might as well just decide the top five as a five. Yes, the... I think yeah. this is going to be the hardest. So Trouton, Tennant. I think Tennant is good there. Yes, I think either I think Tom has to be number one or Echo. I don't think Eccleston's number one. Yeah, I'd, right. Here we go. Here's how I'd say it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider Eccleston, Pertwee, or Trouton number one. No, I I, I would agree between with that. Tom so is it between Tennant and Baker? Yeah. Which oh, is funny, though. that is it interesting. Is okay, so are we moving both Eccleston and Pertwee to three and four? Yes, I think that would make sense. Okay, it? does it go Pertwee Eccleston or Eccleston Pertwee? Pertwee Eccleston, I think. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, so now this is the final two. Who is better, Tom Baker or David Tennant? Fuck. Oh, that is literally the two hardest ones. I quite like this ranking now. I'm quite happy with it. Um, I would put 
okay, my bias leans towards Baker. That's my bias. Mm-hmm. Um, I See, do... obviously, I think you know my bias. But uh, yeah, really gee, I, I, I haven't been practicing this voice since 2006 just to be putting him in second. But at the same time, I do love Tom. He, it, they, they both are the Doctor. That's the problem. Yeah. And they're both the Doctors of their respective eras as well. Oh, very much so. They are the ambassadors just for the... They are the mascot, I think is the, more, <laughs> is the better word. And they both did have done great things outside of the show, you know, as, yeah. as an ambassador. You know, Tom Baker went out in his costume almost too much. And Tennant, yeah, you know, exactly. Tennant has continued to be an ambassador. This year. Actually, you know what? Tom Baker on top because for one reason and one reason only because of yeah. how saturated Tennant is now. Is. If, yeah. if he wasn't continuously shoved down my throat in a non-fun way, I think <laughs> you know, there's a fun way to do it. But especially with Tennant, have you seen him? <laughs> well, but he's aged like inches. fine wine. Oh, oh, all 10 inches. But yeah, I think if it wasn't for the fact that even throughout the entire Whittaker era, he was like, yeah. hello, it's me. Sorry, you don't like tits over here. How about this yeah. penis? Like, it's... Yeah, yeah he's, top... he's in the video games, he's in the comics, and now yeah. he's literally the Doctor again. I mean, don't I mean, get me wrong, I love Denon, and, and he's done yeah, some, so... I think I love his performance in Big Finish a lot, especially in Dalek Universe, and even in uh, Out of Time, like I mentioned. His performance, mm. I think, if anything, has gotten better over the years, just because of how yeah. aged his voice has gotten. But you can't yeah, beat he's... Tom. Yeah, I see, I actually, right, I'm in complete full agreement with you. If it wasn't for the oversaturation, I would have put David Tennant first as well. Mm, yeah. Even though I have a bias towards Tom Baker. I would have yeah, because I think Tom Baker, where Tom Baker is still good over, like, now, I think it's yeah. clear that he's gotten a little too old. Like, maybe he should just sort of enjoy his retirement, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I'm still putting him Great. above. Perfect. And now it gives us seven minutes to just have a little bit of a chat before we end the podcast. Oh, episode. well, so, um, how, yeah, big, how I mean, big's your dick? Mine is at least 20 inches big, uh, going on 25 when I'm Mine is uh, t- so small it's inverted, so lucky you. It's like a turtle's head. Opposites attract, that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> so, you know. oh, so, so I think, yeah, I'm happy with that. I think that's actually my my favourite ranking list. That is a good rank. I think that's, I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm really excited <laughs> to see where Shooty ranks in there. Oh, that's going to be because I think we're both because we're both excited for Shooty. Like everything yeah, that's come out man. and see. Like, I mean, um, we're both trying to avoid spoilers, but yeah. it's oh <laughs> god damn it, he's going to be so good, I isn't st- he? I still remember the the day where like, I was on Twitter and someone suggested Shooty like an hour before he was um, announced, and I was like, that I never thought about that, but that's, that's such a good idea. And I reposted it, it like yeah. this would be good, and then he got announced. I was like, yes. I was so happy with his casting. I it, can't it wait. It is man. spectacular. We're gonna also have to rank his costumes. That is what we're. That's gonna, gonna take to ten years. He's got a new one every week. I know. I mean, we both agree now that the one with the black jacket and weird boots are right at the bottom, like the one he's using with Mel. Oh yeah. What no, the I'm not shit is that? That just looks I'm like playing... he's out and about, but also needs to trudge through a farm. Same. I'm not a fan. It looks too casual. I like him having a costume. Costume, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um. Well, I think tomorrow we should give set ourselves tomorrow. Uh, next time, next episode. <laughs> Don't should... break the illusion, Harry. <laughs> I think we should do a review of an episode. I think we should. Pick That'd be a lot of fun. Do we review a, a, a wide, a widely loved or a widely hated? Is the real question. I think we should go for one that's hated. I think that'd be a laugh. Hell yes. Ooh, shall we go for fear her? I think that's pretty good. Yeah. We, I think we both have a lot of things that we can joke about uh, about yeah. Fear Her, specifically about that, the marmalade. I'm exactly, and I thought <laughs> there might actually be 
Some opportunity for like a reappraisal, potentially? Maybe. I suppose you'll have to find out next time on Chicken Casanova. Pluck, pluck, motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you.